the start of another new year beckons. And now is a great time to review your career. And, by looking backwards, decide what you want next and make a fresh start in 2021. If that sounds interesting, keep listening and I'll explain how. Hello and a very warm welcome to episode number four of Your Bravo Career. My name is Mark Crossfield. I'm a professional career coach helping you to love your job and build a great career. This podcast is about why your career matters, how you can enjoy what you're doing each day at work and how to build a great career along the way. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about your future career, how you have the ability to shape it and direct it, how by reflecting on your career, you can get some new goals for yourself using a plan that actually works. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining me again on the podcast. So I thought I'd just take a few moments to explain what is coming up on the podcast this year give you an idea of what you can expect. And I'm going to be talking about the most important parts of loving your job and having a great career. And the parts that normally show up most often in my work as a career coach. So this includes how to explore in a deep way the things that you're drawn to, that you value, that you're really interested in. Why clarifying and developing your skills, particularly those you enjoy using and other strengths can support you to enjoy your work more. How to look at your options on select work that will put a smile on your face and get your career on track. And what's about the blocks that show up in your career, how you can push past these and have a richer and more fulfilling career. I'm going to be talking about mindsets, there's going to be how-tos and processes that I'll discuss. I'll provide examples and references, books, podcasts that might be useful for you, and question and answer sessions that will give you more information on how to have a great career. So this is all to come this year. I'm really looking forward to really diving into these subjects with you, and um, I hope you will stay along for the journey. So let's dive into today's topic, which is all about how you have the ability to shape your career in the next 12 months, to achieve some things that are important to you. So I'm going to be explaining what you can learn from the last 12 months, whatever you thought of 2020, and how you can use this information to plan exciting goals for the next 12 months, to make a fresh start to the year. But crucially, I'm going to explain how to set goals that actually work for you and that don't get forgotten after the first 10 days. And I think that is one of the reasons goal setting, particularly goal setting at the beginning of a new year, tends to get a bad rap. Goal setting at this time of the year can sometimes be all about inspiration without the implementation, leading to goals that get quietly forgotten after a few weeks. I will say from the outset, I don't necessarily believe that January is the only time you should be reviewing your career. This should be an ongoing process throughout the year, and I'll talk about this aspect later on. That said, I do think there's a lovely window post-Christmas at the beginning of January to look at your career. Motivation for change for something different is quite high then, and married with a sound plan, which is what I'm going to be talking about today, 
this can be a really good way to start the year. So one of my favorite books on this subject is Brian Moran's book, The 12 Week Year. And in the book, he talks about this idea that 12 months is too long a time span to plan your goals. That what happens is you start strong, you fade quickly, and then end up panicking towards the end of the 12 months because you haven't stayed on top of your intentions and your goals. That's, of course, if you haven't already quietly forgotten your goals in the middle of January. So instead, Moran advocates a shorter window for setting and achieving goals. And this is how I set my goals, and this is one of the things I will be talking about later in this episode. But first, let's begin to review how your career went last year. So I want you to think about this last 12 months, particularly as it relates to your career. Because this annual reflection provides a vital career evaluation process. And I'm going to ask you some questions about your last year. You can, right now, write down your answers to these questions. And if you can't, if it's not convenient, then just answer the questions in your head and look at the show notes later on because I've put a list of the questions there. Okay, so here we go. Question number one. So what went well during this last year? Even though it may have been challenging, what went well for you in your career? What goals did you meet? And which plans fell short? What did you enjoy about your job? And what aspects didn't you enjoy? What did you learn about yourself and your career journey? In which direction is your career heading? And how does that direction look? Okay, so I put these questions in the show notes, as I say, and they will help you to reflect on how your year went and to start to invigorate your thinking about what might be possible or interesting for you in the next year. So now we've done that, we need to create a gap, a firebreak if you like, to talk about your career clarity and to remind you of the mindsets we discussed in episode one. You remember that was the responsibility mindset and it's always good to have a reminder and to make a decision to adopt a mindset of responsibility when it comes to your career, particularly in relation to what we're talking about today. And this goes well with the second mindset, which we discussed, which is the possibility mindset, the ability to see the possibilities in your career. This is a vital part of what we're looking at today as well. With these mindsets in mind, think about what you want in your career. What is your definition of success? your definition of success, not anybody else's. Because your career and how it turns out is not predetermined. You have the ability to shape what happens next in the new year and in the rest of your career. Stephen Pressfield, author of Turning Pro and The War of Art, two books I really like, said that most of us have two lives, the lives we live and the lives we are capable of living which also echoes one of my favourite careers authors, Hermione Ibarra, who in her book, Working Identity, talks about this idea that we can and should explore new identities of who we can become in our careers. So, bear this in mind as you begin to think about your career in the next year. So, here are some questions to get you thinking. Again, write down your answers to these questions, and if not, 
just think through your answers and skip back to the show notes at the end. Okay, here goes. So what's important to you in your career right now? Think about your values. Think big picture as well as some of the smaller things. What do you want to learn in the coming year? What projects or other work do you want to spend more time on in the coming year? Where is it time for you to make the next step in your career? What skills do you need to do that? And the last couple of questions. What support do you need to move forward in your career? Where will you get that help? Okay, now I want you to make a list of the things that you want in your career based on your review of last year, which we did, your reflections on what you want in your career, which we've just been talking about, and in considering the answers to those questions. So write your answers down, your ideas down. Okay, now you've done that, we're going to look at reviewing those ideas, refining them, and making them into goals that can be delivered in the next year. And whilst I'm not a big fan of SMART, the the acronym that is um, very, very often used in business, uh, in my view, it's overused as a concept and underused as a useful framework, it can be very helpful to be more specific with your goals. So instead of working through the SMART acronym, let's keep it simple, just ask yourself, can I be more specific about what I want in my next year. So trying to make your goals a little bit more specific. So trying to think about what exactly it is you're looking to achieve, what it is that's important to you, and some more details of what that means for you. So do some further refinements of your list and make your goals more specific if you can. And to give you an example of this, Let's say your goal is to improve your presentation skills, which is a great goal to have for the year. But it's not very detailed at all. It's pretty vague in terms of a goal. So can can we get more specific in terms of the goal? Well, maybe you think about what it is about presentations that you want to improve. Let's say you want to improve the beginnings and endings of your presentations And you also want to improve how you deal with questions from the audience. So there are three detailed ways that you're going to improve your presentations. Maybe also it's about how confident you feel given presentations. So maybe you want to feel much more confident doing presentations, but that's not very detailed, very clear and specific either. So let's say you currently feel like you're a two or a three Um, on a scale of 10 in doing presentations, but you want to be at a 7 or 8, that would mean that you've achieved your goal. So that would make it much more specific. Okay, let me give you another example. Let's say your goal is to set up a business on the side. And that is, again, another great aspiration and another goal, great goal for the year. But it's not very detailed. There's not really much content in there other than this broad aspiration. So how can you make that goal much clearer? How can you define it in more detail? So you can be very clear, for example, 
what your business is going to be about. You can actually provide some more detail around that business, who your customer is, what is the thing that your business will be doing, what will you be delivering, what's the service, and what will you want to achieve within the year? So what are your goals? Is it going to be about how much turnover you make, how much profit you get? Or, like in last example, is about increasing your skills and confidence of running your own business on the side from maybe a low score or two or a three to a seven or an eight. So maybe there's a qualitative viewpoint in terms of how confident you feel in that business as well. All those make that goal much more specific and easier to achieve because it's more defined in terms of a target. So I hope that makes sense. Okay, well done for doing that. So one more thing before we we finish this section. I want you to look at your goals now and ask yourself, how attractive are those goals to you? And be honest. Are they things that you really want to move towards? And if not, then can you reword the goals to make them more attractive? If the goals are challenging, that's that's a good sign and, and let's, not, um, let's not worry too much about that because there will be some challenges with these goals. But it is vital that you are attracted to the outcome of what you've listed. Okay, so you now should have a list of your goals for the next year. And in the next part of the show, I will be showing you five things you can do to make sure that you achieve your goals in the next year. So see you then. Are there times when you think about leaving your job, when you're not sure if it's the right thing to do? Well, I've got just the thing for you. My free Should I Stay or Should I Go guide will help you to decide whether you should stay, make it better, or leave your role for a fresh challenge. The guide is easy to complete and the results are unique to you. If it's best to stay, I explain how you can make your job better. If it's best to leave, I outline what your options are, when the best time to leave is, and how you can overcome any blocks that might be holding you back. Loving your job and building a great career is within the reach of everybody. So download the free guide today from bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash go. Now, back to the episode. Okay, so in the first part of the episode, we talked about creating some goals for the next 12 months. How to look backwards over the last 12 months with a mindset of possibility, set some goals for yourself for the next 12 months and beyond. Next, we're going to get into the execution part of goal setting. I'm going to give you five ways that will help you to take these goals and make sure you achieve them. So the first one is about staying motivated with your goals. It's really easy to get knocked off course with your goals throughout the year if you've not got a strong enough reason why. So write down the reasons next to your goals of why you're going to achieve that particular goal. This will mean that when you do start to get knocked off course by something that occurs in the year, you can go back to your list and reflect on the reasons why the goal is important to you. Secondly, I want you to break down your goals into three monthly goals. So at the moment, there might be an annual goal or it might be slightly beyond 12 months. But I want you to break down your goals into three-month goals. 
because when we look at some of our bigger goals, they can seem a bit exciting, but also quite difficult to achieve. But when you break down the goals into something more achievable, and three months is a good timescale, this makes them much more deliverable. So if we go back to our earlier example of improving the presentation skills that we might have. So within the first three months, one of the things that we could do is join a group where we can practice our public speaking skills. And in those skills, we can focus on how to improve our beginnings and how to improve our endings. That would be a good way to make a start within the first three months of the, uh, of the goal. By the way, I am a member of a speaking group, and um, if, if any listeners are interested in being part of that group, then please do reach out to me. We meet every two weeks or twice a month, and um, we we practice speaking in a in a quite a small group. It's very friendly and supportive. So if that's something that you might be interested in, then uh, then do let me know. Slight aside, I thought I'd mention that as we're talking about presentation skills. So that might be a way that you can chunk down and split your goal down into a three-month challenge or three-month timeline. In terms of the second goal, which was about setting up a business on the side, well, within the first three months, we could write a business case. This doesn't have to be a detailed piece of work, but it could be about what our business is, who our customer is, what it is we can offer, and some milestones for achievement in the in the first year. So all those things we can do in the first three months, we can start to break it down into a little bit more detail, such that the goal becomes much more attainable if we keep doing that over the first 12 months. So I hope those two examples help to bring to life the importance of breaking down the goals. Okay, the third thing I want you to do is to look at your three-month goals at the start of every week and break down these goals into sub-goals for the week. So let me give you an example. In the case of the presentation skills goal, an example of this could be in focusing on three different ways to start a presentation and three different ways to end a presentation. So doing some research on the internet on how to start and end presentations, for example. The week after this, you might attend a group where you practice a presentation. And in terms of the business on the side, one of the things you might want to do in in the week is to speak to somebody else who is already operating in the industry you're wanting to move into and ask them some questions about how they succeed in their business and what advice they could give you. So these are just simple ways that you can break down your goal into tasks for the week. And of course, you do this each week such that you're gradually breaking down the goal into smaller parts. And over time, you are achieving your goal. Hope that makes sense. Now, the fourth thing I want you to do is to think about who can help you with your goals. I don't think you should necessarily share your goals with everybody. Equally, I don't think you should keep them to yourself either. I recommend you selectively share your goals with those people that you trust and who can help you. So this might be a small list, but nevertheless, it's important to find people that can help you. This might include your manager, although you might want to be selective about how much you 
share with uh, that person or a supportive friend or colleague. Okay, finally, the fifth one. I want you to review your goals each quarter and do a bigger review at the end of each year. So review your plan in three months' time and ask yourself, how did the first three months go? Can you make some adjustments to your plan? And set your plan for the next three months. So, for example, you might want to do this at Easter and around summer holiday time and again the start of September before again doing a bigger annual review next January. Okay, so let's summarise this episode. We've been talking today about taking a fresh look at your career at the start of this new year and identifying attractive goals for the next year. I explained how reflecting on your last year helps you to set up what you want in the next year and I showed you how to do this. Then with the possibility mindset, I asked you to think about the next year or so in your career and to identify what it is that you want. And again, I gave you some questions to get you started. So having captured your ideas and goals, you then refined them to make sure they were specific rather than being general and that there were goals that were attractive to you and they were important and things you wanted. You being the important part here, not what other people might want for you. And then the second part of the episode, I gave you five ways to make sure you achieve your goals. So the first one is about staying motivated to achieve your goals. I asked you to make a list of the reasons why you want to accomplish your goals. Secondly, I asked you to break down your goals into more achievable three-month goals. Thirdly, I explained why you should look at your three-monthly goals at the start of every week and break down these goals into sub-goals for the week. The fourth thing I talked about is getting help with your goals, so identifying who can help you to succeed in your aspirations. And finally, I explain why you should review your goals each quarter and why you should do a bigger review at the end of each year. So I hope all that made sense. Please let me know what you thought of the content as this is a new podcast. Feedback really does help me to shape future episodes and make the content as relevant and helpful as possible. You can email me at mark at bravocoaching.co.uk and you can find the show notes at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast. And to remind you that you can download your free Should I Stay or Should I Go guide at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash go. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I would love for you to share the episode with a friend or share on your social media. It would also really help me if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your episodes. And if you haven't already subscribed, why not do that now before you forget? That way, you won't miss an episode and all this useful information and content will arrive without you having to do anything. So hold on for a week and I will speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.